Rivera, your host with Reaching Ghana Ministries podcast. And uh, today I just wanted to talk about uh, just living from, uh, just living with an eternal perspective, living with an eternal perspective. And, you know, it's so important that we have that perspective as we go through life. Um, I just think that some people, they just don't think past to tomorrow, you know, that is all about right now. You know, what can I do right now? What about the next party, the next this, the next that? And we have to live with this eternal perspective because when we do, it affects our decisions and the things that we do. We don't do the things that everybody do because we we have that perspective. You know, you, you, you think through the decisions that you make before you make them. You know, so many times people get caught up into situations. Maybe they, you know, they commit adultery and, and now they're trying to repent. I'm sorry, God, please forgive me and all this kind of stuff. But, you know, we have to think through our choices. You know, what's going to be the consequences of me doing that? How is this going to affect everything? The call of God, everything by doing that choice. And if you don't look at the bigger picture in life, and if you don't look at the bigger, uh, you know, the bigger view, it's easy to get so caught up into the right now. I mean, think, you know, like the choices that you make will determine your eternity. You try to sip a little wine or something or whatever, and then you become an alcoholic eventually. It's gradual. You sip a little bit. And then it gets more and more as time go by. But before you did that, you know, the alcohol, you should have thought, well, how is this going to affect me down the road? How is this going to affect me in my life? We have to live with an eternal perspective. The choices that we make will affect our eternity. I don't think a lot of people think enough about hell it's probably because the preachers aren't teaching it. I mean, when's the last time you heard somebody teach on hell? And, you know, I heard a, a minister uh, preach on hell and he kind of, you know, he kind of was like, now, guys, I know you don't want to hear about this. I know, you know, you don't hear about hell very much, but it is in the Bible. It is the truth. That's a problem that you know, a preacher would have to say that to the congregation, would have to prep his congregation to what he's about to say about hell. I think that's a problem. I think we have a church that's too uh, wimpy. They want to be cuddled and coddled. I don't want to hear about that. That's too hard. And this so, I don't want to hear about that. La, 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 la. It's too much. It's too much. I can't hear about that. I just want grace. I just want love. He loves me. God loves me. Everything is okay. I think we need to hear sermons like that. I think we need to think about the subject more than we do. Because if we do, it will curb decisions that we make in our life. I know for me personally, I mean, some people may think I'm weird or maybe some of them hyper-spiritual, but I think about hell a lot. And, you know, the people who say you're being hyper-spiritual because you think about these things, you know, really, they're, it's not that you're being hyper-spiritual, it's really that they're so stupid and that really they're so dull. And, 
you know, really, they're really actually behind. We're supposed to think about stuff like that, I think. I know I think about it all the time. I probably think about it every other day. I don't know. It's just something in me since I got saved. And even before I got saved, I thought about hell. Not very much, obviously. But I did think about it. I did think about, how did I get here? Why am I here? What's my purpose? And I did entertain those those questions. And so we need to think about hell. We need to think about our life. We need to think about these tough and challenging questions. That's the, the thing that people don't want to do because it's too, it's just too uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable. That's uncomfortable. That's the problem with people. We're uncomfortable. We don't want to talk about these things. We don't want to think about it. We just, we just want to, you know, just to have a party and we don't want to think about it. We just want to just go on in life. Just don't worry about it. Just, just let's not talk about it. Let's not talk about nothing. Let's not deal with anything. I don't want to think about anything too hard. I don't want to be uncomfortable. I, I want to, you know, I want to live comfortable in my life, in my church. You know, when I go to church, I need to get a coffee. They need to have a coffee bar before I can go to that church. Because I want to be comfortable at church. Since when did we come to church to be comfortable? I thought we were supposed to come because we, you know, we love God. We want to serve God. We want to grow. Uh, you know, not try to have the pastors serve us. You know, try to make us comfortable and make sure we're padded and petted. And so when we live, going back to what I was saying, with an eternal perspective, it will change the way we think and the way we live. When we think about tough things like hell, you probably won't do things that other people would do. You probably won't be looking at pornography at 11 o'clock at night because you have the fear of the Lord. Yeah. That's something that we don't see anymore that much. The fear of the Lord. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Lord. You my, you my homie. Lord, you my friend. Lord, you are so good. He is. He is. But we need to remember that he's a, what? A awesome God. God to be reverenced. Worshipped. Respected. Kind of reminds, it reminds me in Exodus, I think, I, I think this just came to me, uh, I think it was 34 or something like that. And Moses, you know, he was talking to the Israelites and he said, he said this statement to them because, you know, God had spoken. It said in the scripture in Exodus that he sounded like thunder and the Israelites, they got scared. They were like, oh, we're so scared. We don't want to go, go down near God. And Moses said, you know, don't worry. It's just, God just wants his fear to remain in you. He wants his fear to remain in you. That's the problem with people. They don't fear him. It's okay to, to understand and, and, and say that God loves you and preach that and believe that. It's, yes, God loves you. He loves you. 
I think it's a disservice not to know that. You have to know that. Because when you're in the midnight hour and you don't know that he loves you, then that's an issue. And and the enemy will torment you and destroy you if he can. Doesn't mean he will. But we have to remember that he is a God of wrath and a God of judgment. God of love, but a God of judgment too. You know, scriptures say, you know, to the kind, he shows himself kind. To the shrewd, he shows himself, I think it says uh, astute or something like that. And so if you want to remain in his kindness, continue to continue in him and, and, you know, serve him. And it's not that God is, you know, this dictator. He's like, serve me or, you know, no, he loves us. But, you know, sin has consequences and the things that we do have consequences. And that's just the way it is in life. But we need to remember that he is a God of love as well as a God of judgment. And when we understand that, we obey, we fear him, we reverence him. When we think about hell, when we think about those things and meditate on these things, you can meditate on something, one thing all day, like one scripture all day and meditate and meditate. I think the greatest revelation that, that I've had in life in the scriptures is just simply meditating on the word, simply just thinking about it all day. Or, or, or sometimes weeks at a time or whatever. And I've just grow, grew, you know, grew so much that way. And so we need to take time to think about tough questions, hell, the fear of the Lord, all of that stuff. Because when we think about those, st- those stuff, those things, it causes us, to live with an eternal perspective. It causes us to understand that our life is so short. This thing is about to be over in just a minute. We're not going to live forever. So many people are trying to hold on to their lives, trying to stay young, trying to hold on to this earth. And it's like, let it go. Especially with women, you see that, like they're trying to stay Uh, keep their beauty and they're getting Botox and all this kind of stuff. I saw a uh, interview or something like that the other day. It was about a a supermodel. She was a real big in the eighties and nineties. And she was, you know, just saying that it's tough for her. She's been dealing with depression and stuff because, you know, she doesn't look like she used to look. She's like in her fifties. And she didn't look bad. She looked good to me. She looked beautiful. She looked older. You can tell she was older, but she still looked beautiful. And she was depressed about it, basically. She was she was down. I, I, I don't know. Well, yeah, she said she was depressed. That's right. And she was down about that. We can't hold on to our lives so close like that. We have to live from eternal perspective. Let it go. You're getting older. You still look beautiful. You just get, you just look older. I know for me, like I had that like moment, I guess a revelation of that just last year when I was 
you know, my birthday had came and I just had that moment where it's like, oh my gosh, I'm actually getting older. And I'm still considered a young person, okay? Like I'm not old lady. <laughs> I'm still young. But I just had that that revelation, I guess, or whatever you want to call it, that yeah, I'm getting older and it's okay. It's not a big deal. And you know, cuz I used to be, you know, one of those people like like many women, I wish I looked like I was 20 and all this kind of stuff. And now in my 30s, I'm just like, you know what? I'm okay with looking 30, 30-ish or whatever. I'm okay with that. I still look fine. I can still grace and look nice. It's okay. But see, when you are so trying to hold on to this world and you don't have that eternal perspective, you're trying to stay in this life, you get depressed about that kind of stuff. We need to live higher. We need to understand that this is about to be over. And what you do, the decisions that you make, the choices that you make in this life will determine your forever. We need to prepare and have our treasures in heaven and make sure that we know Jesus. Make sure we tell other people about Jesus because it's, 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 it's reality because heaven and hell is just the beginning. It's just the beginning. When you die, it's just, just the beginning. Just beginning, if we have that understanding, it'll cause us, uh, cause us to, to live in a deeper, more impactful way. And so that's really all I have right now. But we need to live with eternal perspective. Stop trying to hold on to your life. Live for Jesus. And preach the gospel. All right, that's all I have for today.